do 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 were you writing that down in your notes uh no but i can oh. i should also do you have blue switches i, I do <laughs> i can tell as a fellow blue switch user <laughs> uh yeah, oh, yeah. i actually nero just bought the same keyboard that i have so oh well then that means you picked a good one is it a ducky no uh a what? Uh, there's a brand called ducky that a lot of starcraft people like okay no this is uh a zero az az I or like oh, typewriter looking thing. Yeah, I don't would not play StarCraft on that. It is okay. Mm. I would say that it is beautiful. Its design is exquisite. I'm impressed. Would never play StarCraft on that. Yeah, I mean, I can see. I perfectly understand why. I'm, but I'm not like playing at a level where my keyboard matters. Oh, the only time I had that issue is when I was using a ma- a wireless mouse and keyboard. Yeah, yeah, because you got too fast for it to keep up, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, because it didn't have anything fancy. It was just like a $10 wireless set. It didn't have end key rollover, so if I pressed two keys at the same time, it would just pick one, and that would be the one that got pressed. Uh, I have a Corsair bo- uh, keyboard. Yeah, I just I just bought ones that had the, the one that had the feature that I wanted, which was mm. uh, end key rollover, which means that it doesn't matter how many keys I press at the same time, it registers all of them. Right. Oh right, no! Right. Not only that, that w- it was that was one of the features. The other feature I needed, the ability to at a hardware level set the repeat rate of the keyboard. So oh, when okay. I need a thousand zerglings right now, I want to only have to hold down the key for a second and a half, not five seconds. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the Corsair keyboard I actually got my housemate won it at PAX. Nice. He also won like two sticks of RAM. Like we don't need to download them here. <laughs> he won them in a push-up contest. Amazing. So if you want free computer gear and you are buff, just go to a tech conference and do buff things. Nice. Yeah. It's actually really interesting because there was a giant crowd. They're like, hey, we're giving stuff away. So there's heaps of people just like rushing the stage. And they're like, all right, we've got to narrow it down. Who's in hats and all this kind of stuff? And like, they do a couple giveaways and stuff. And they're like, all right, who has a brown belt? And I'm like, I've got a brown belt. All right. Now, whose brown belt has a silver buckle? I'm like, my brown belt has a silver buckle. Who here can do push-ups? Fuck. Housemate, who is significantly fitter than I am, just goes, worry belt. <laughs> Standing in the crowd, I undo my belt and hand it to him. And he walks up there with a belt that's like a foot and a half too long for him and doesn't like fit properly on his pants nice because it just like wraps around him too many times goes up there and does like 40 something push-ups amazing oh weird i'm looking at the medium version of my keyboard it doesn't have arrow (laughs) keys it has the number oh really yeah actually that would be great for starcraft because it has the number pad still because i use the number pad to control my stream like the scenes and stuff and it has all the, the letter keys but it doesn't have arrow keys actually no that would get kind of annoying trying to do literally anything but stream and play starcraft a lot of people just do those things. Yeah. And, and the, so having something like that could be useful. Yeah. And the small doesn't have the number pad at all. It has everything but weird. I can't imagine because mm. it doesn't have the, it gets rid of the insert home page up page down buttons and print screens too. So I'd just be lost. <laughs> be like, what am I using? Where's, where's all the things? Yeah. So is there like a list of topics that we discuss? I'm not going to be expected to do an NBA minute. Am I? Because we'll be... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. That's his thing. Believe it or not, I didn't actually originally set the one minute timer on him talking about sports. He gave himself that. He was like, I'm going to talk about it for 60 seconds. I'm like, all right. And, and it's just be, kind of become a thing. But you were not required to do it. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I watch a, or I listen to another podcast called Hidden Brain, and they do that where mm-hmm. he has on another person 
who I don't know if he's an expert in the field or if he just is really good at talking about random things. Basically, he takes a side and he has the other person play devil's advocate and they each have a minute to to speak their side. And rather than just having their co-host say stop after the minute timer is up, they uh, <laughs> slowly bring up the Oscar music like they do at the, when the Oscar speeches get too long. They just slowly bring up the music to be like, hey, you're done. <laughs> get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's clever. Yeah, that's what it reminded yeah. me of. So we don't have anything set. Normally, that's the kind of thing we go through before we start, right? We just kind of rolled into this. Is there anything you would like to bring to the table? What I usually do is I just go like, quick, what's the top five things on the Reddit? I just feel bad because I'm so StarCraft everything. And I know the podcast has more like broadened horizons like that. You guys talk about more stuff than that, but... Yeah, we do, but we still like generally dedicate a good half hour to starcraft to be fair since we don't have falc paladin on the falc paladin hour we can make this a short one oh. if we run out of things to talk about i could well i mean i'd never run out of things to talk about prove it i'm sorry i was looking at the reddit like, <laughs> like you suggest i suggested going to the reddit and then we're both on the reddit and can't talk and read at the same time it's fine i know i know that you edit things in post so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i do do that if you want to talk about stuff on the reddit I have no idea what makes things popular on the Reddit. Yeah, no, neither do I. Like, some things go up, some things go down, and I just don't understand. Like, the top post I'm seeing at the moment is my girlfriend trying to understand StarCraft. Which is cute, and I can understand why that has upvotes, because it's just like, wow, she's using sticky notes to draw diagrams to be able to understand where to place her Protoss buildings. Cool. Yeah. And then there's a, a Protoss water painting, I guess, which is number two, which is like, oh, okay, cool. And then she has this little, she has it sitting next to the pylon usb charger which i just got because it's 9.99 on gamestop's mobile site as opposed to 40 dollars on the blizzard gear site so pro tip the gamestop mobile site is 9.99 i don't know how that applies globally mm. in in america you can get it for 9.99 which, which i mean that's cool and then we have a clip here and then we have somebody mm. complaining about sale prices are, are the same as the actual prices and things like that. But it's like a lot of low quality memes make it to the top of the Reddit and I just never understand. Another another subreddit that I've just gotten into that I don't understand is the Keto subreddit. Okay. Which it's just our Keto. Now I think it has like half a million subs. Yeah. 565,000 subs. And so many of the top posts that get upvoted are literally just pictures of, oh, look how much weight I lost. Oh, I lost weight too. Oh, look at all this weight I lost. Oh, cool. Oh, look, I lost weight. Oh, look at my before and after pictures. Oh man, keto is so great. Literally all the things I see are basically like, uh, here's all the weight I've lost. Yeah, it's like, this is a massive circle jerk of, yes, keto is awesome. Yes, we all do keto. Yes, we've all lost weight. Great. I added something to the discussion, which I thought, hey, this might actually be a post worth reading. I uh, I donate plasma regularly. Uh, where mm-hmm. I live, you can do it twice per week, and they compensate you meagerly for your time. But if you do it regularly then the compensation gets just enough to the point where it would be per hour spent like a little more than a minimum wage. Do they compensate you monetarily? They compensate you monetarily in cash for your time spent donating. Okay. And uh, I don't know the I don't know all the legality of it, like how they word it to where they're able to give you money for what's supposed to be a quote unquote donation. But donating plasma is not a fast thing. Like if you go to donate blood, it's like they stick a needle in, pull the blood out, and it's like all right, you go. But donating plasma, mm-hmm. they pull your plasma out, they spin or they pull your blood out, spin the pl- spin it 
in a centrifuge until the plasma separates and then extract the plasma because your body will just remake it. And then they put the blood mm-hmm. back in and then your body's like, oh, this blood has a little plasma and just creates more. So uh, ever since I went on keto, donating plasma made me feel drains way more than it normally does. And mm-hmm. I ended up getting deferred from donating and they said that my protein levels were low. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because I just cut carbs out of my diet. And over a third of what I'm putting into my body is protein, which is significantly higher figure than it was previously. So my post mm-hmm. was basically like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what happened. What's up with my protein levels? I figured they would be high. What am I doing wrong? And I got downvoted with no explanation. Huh. It's sitting at a zero karma right now. I was like, really? I don't understand. Hmm. But I guarantee you, if I had taken a picture montage every day that I'm on keto and made it into a flipbook, I would have gotten... <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten two three four hundred upvotes <laughs> you would have gotten all the karma yeah it's just so weird to see how different subreddits value content like this subreddit like mm. the keto subreddit I'm, I'm i'm to the point where i'm just gonna unsubscribe because i, I never look at people's before and after pictures because i do not care about how much weight <laughs> a stranger has lost on keto i just don't i don't want to see pictures of it good for you i just don't care I, i'm gonna go on a limb and say you're not uh, like a fan of the biggest loser no i do not like reality television at all i, th- no, I do I. think i can stomach america's got talent just because it is a wide range of different talented things that you can see there but even then like mm. the only way that i would ever watch any sort of reality television is if i was visiting my parents and they had it on the tv and told me to change it back after I changed the station. Because <laughs> my parents are the type of people to have just the TV on in the background. So I'll get there and I'll be like, oh, this show sucks and change it. And then my mom from the other room will be like, hey, I was listening to that. And I was like, oh, I didn't think you'd notice if I changed the channel. Yeah, no, I don't care about the biggest loser. I don't care how much weight people are losing or not losing. I have too much going on in my own personal life to worry about strangers. That makes sense. That makes sense. I know it's not the general sentiment of most Americans, but... That's my sentiment. You mean most Americans aren't self-centered? Oh my gosh. Tabloids, man. Do you guys still have tabloids? I feel like we're the only nation that does. I, okay, I hope we're the only nation that does. Uh, I feel like... I want to say we do have tabloid like magazines. Yeah. But I don't think that we do them quite the same. Like a whole rack by every checkout line in every grocery store filled with tabloids that are mostly fictitious stories told using real pictures. Like people sit down and they're like, oh, these are real pictures of these people. But if we use these three pictures where this person's frowning and looks uncomfortable and we tell this story, it looks just believable enough. And since we made it up, slap exclusive on it and be like, oh, we have the exclusive story because nobody else has a same story because it's a made-up story that's brilliant people buy them why i I don't know don't know about the stories because honestly i've never picked one up read it like i've read the cover and been like who cares if jen whoever is sad about something and brad's going away i don't care i don't know these people apparently you guys have tabloids at your grocery checkouts too because brad and jen is one of the most frequent ones because i always read them and shake my head like i wish they put them somewhere else so i didn't even have to look at them as i'm waiting to buy my groceries also i have to apologize i didn't mean to turn the falcon paladin hour into you know what really grinds my gears? Featuring just Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. It, that's fine. It, we need some salt. It's good for yeah. the diet. And if you want to share what grinds your gears, please write a minimum 500 word email to falconpaladin at gmail.com. We would, we, would, we would love to read. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what does grind your gears in very specific detail. So because, because I'm the biggest StarCraft nerd ever, mm-hmm. let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about Challenger. Challenger. 
Okay. Yep, I wanted the Liquipedia Google. Thanks. Liquipedia's SEO is not up to snub, all right? <laughs> 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 I'll put that out there. It's it's not up to snuff where it needs to be, all right? First group, Neeb, Jon Snow, Future, and Epic. I think that group went about exactly the way that I thought it would. Neeb gets out first, Jon Snow second, and then Future uh, third, and then Epic didn't win a single game, poor guy, because Epic is good. But Future went 2-1 against Jon Snow, and I think that that's pretty important. That means Future is on the cusp of really like getting somewhere. He was like so close he could taste it. You know what I mean? One game right. away from beating Jon Snow, and all he had to do was beat him one time. He just had to beat him once, and he would have been fine. Mm. Uh, I'm a huge, like unashamed Future fan. I really want to see that kid go far in StarCraft for sure. So I was really rooting for him as the, as the games were being played. I was... At work, but I was in Discord talking to uh, another person who's a friend of Futures by the name of Disrespect, and I was like, "Please keep me updated. Let me know what's going on. I can't watch." And then I watched uh, I watched Group B hanging out with the guys in Rise Esports. That's Scarlet, Semper, Silky, and Kane, and that's the way that the results finished. And that group went about exactly as I thought it would as well. Scarlet in first, right. Semper in second, Silky in third, and Kane last. Which Kane is good, but uh, they said as much on the cast. Kane's been going through school lately so he's just now coming back around to trying to play professionally and uh silky has always been good he just has innate talent but i don't know i don't i don't think i'd put him above semper just yet so i guess uh group c and group d hasn't been played out yet group c is going to be in five days and then group d is going to be in almost two weeks wow group a and b were back to back and then a week for group C and then an additional week for group D. That's weird. I wonder why they did it like that. Mm, Is there anything going on in between? Mm, Not WCS wise, but there might be some other major tournament that they want to avoid. uh, WCS and Blizzard are really good about scheduling the, the biggest tournaments. Now like on the, like the, the low, the, like the, the cash cup scene, I guess you'd call it where I cast most of my stuff. It's a little bit tougher because there's so much content to schedule around, but all the major stuff, they do a good job of scheduling around. Do you have any predictions for Group C or Group D? Let's go over Group C first. Masa, Cicada, Panda Bear Me, and Starkiller. I mean, I want to see Starkiller do well because I like watching him play. Yeah. He's good, but he is also a filthy Zerg. <laughs> okay, so there's one Terran in this group and the rest are Zerg, and Masa, I don't doubt Masa's getting out of this group. Mm, yeah. Nah. And it all comes down to, I think, cicada and panda bear me zvz versus star killer because star killer is he's a cheese meister in zvz i'm not gonna lie <laughs> he has <some> really <laughs> tight cheeses in in all his matchups really but zvz especially i feel he plays some weird zvz i don't know he's also the new kid on the block i feel compared to panda bear me he's been around forever and volts has been around almost forever as well so i hate to yeah. put i hate to put star killer at the bottom of the bracket i hope he doesn't listen to this <laughs> But I think Masa's going to get out in first, and then it's probably going to be Panda Bear Me after that, Cicada next, and then Starkiller. Yeah, that's probably the way I'd go as well. Yeah. I think Group D is going to be the hardest to predict. No Regret, Puck, Raze, and Bioice. Raze, now Protoss, switched from Terran, and the first WCS event he participates in, and Protoss, he qualifies for Challenger. (laughs) What does that tell you about the power of Protoss? A lot. (laughs) So... I feel like No Regret is going to be very strong versus Protoss. Uh, there's one really easy way to metagame No Regret. It's two base sentry adept. 
Okay. I've seen it done before. Any early Ling, fast Ling, mass Ling styles, you get shut down pretty hard by that because you just do a lot of sentries. Sentries DPS is enough to kill Zerglings. And if you build enough sentries, you can have constant force fields. Right. You, just... right. you need like five or whatever to block the ramp. Oh, and yeah. You just have the rest shooting from behind. Oh, yeah. No, I saw, I forget who it was, but he's playing against some Korean in a gauntlet tournament. And this was probably a year ago now, maybe more. And so I, there's no chance that I remember who it was. But I was like, oh, man, I feel like early links are really strong versus Protoss. How is this guy going to beat No Regret? And that's what he did. He literally just built a ton of sentries and then put some adepts with it and got glaives and moved across the map. <laughs> no Regret could not do anything. Right. So No Regret, he's able to qualify for both WCS events and GSL because it was just recently it was True who had to pick one. OP. Yes. Well, neither, I guess. There was some sort of an agreement reached about that, though. I know True decided not to play, like, try and qualify for WCS Austin. So I'm wondering why it is No Regrets able to do both. I mean, I he's don't not think the, he's actually in. He's not the only one. Who else is in both at the moment? Who else is in the WCS circuit and also qualifying for GSL? Everybody in the Project Unity house has either qualified or attempted to qualify for GSL and no one said anything. And they also compete mm. in the, the WCS global circuit, which that's as opposed to the Korean circuit. For those who don't know, Koreans have their own circuit that they are region locked into where they have to earn enough WCS points in the Korean region to get to BlizzCon. Whereas the foreign scene, which is literally the rest of the world outside of Korea, can it compete in every global event, every event outside of Korea to get WCS points. And uh, GSL, as far as I know, is one of those places, and that's one of the that was the issue. GSL is one of the places where you can get WCS points. That's one of the the places on the Korean circuit where you can get them. And Scarlet, at one point when Scarlet was going up GSL when she was still in it before she got knocked out, she had at the time, if BlizzCon was the following day, she had enough points to secure a seat at BlizzCon both through the global circuit and the Korean circuit. And people are like, well, that shouldn't happen because that's a huge problem. Yeah. That's basically all the foreigner players can double dip with their WCS points and get them in both. Correct. And that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. And Koreans just can't if they live and stay in Korea. I, I believe the only reason True was previously able to participate was because he was living outside of Korea for more than a month or something is the time period. He's been living in the States for some time now. I think he's back in the back in Korea now, but I don't yeah, really yeah, know yeah. why or the specifics of that. I went, I tried to talk to Penguin about it. Mm. I approached him on the day when Blizzard handed down the decision that True couldn't compete in both. And Penguin right. was just like, yeah, I'm not in a position right now where I can speak on the record about that. I'm upset and I don't know what I can say. I don't know if he said I don't know what I can say because I would hate for somebody to be like, I didn't say that. He was not in a position to talk and that's basically what we need to know. Penguin is like, he manages all the players on Storm. That's like his, it's his dealio. It's his job. I don't know what the, the, I don't know what the final decision was handed down, so... Let me see. I like I didn't remember anything else coming out. I thought it just kind of like people forgot after True was like, yeah, I'm not going to qualify for Austin. Yeah. I'm going to stick with GSL. Here, this and is then a, everyone just moved along. There's a blue there's a blue post about him choosing, okay? After the WCS extended an offer to compete in either GSL Season 2 or the upcoming season of Challenger, True has decided to play GSL and forfeit a circuit eligibility that would have allowed him to play in Challenger ahead of WCS Austin. True's Challenger spot will be awarded to a player from the ladder, increasing the number of ladder players to five. 
True can reestablish residency as a WCS circuit player by relocating to a WCS country at least 30 days before the start of the open bracket. Because of the residency requirements in the 2018 rules, it was determined that True could not maintain his residency status to be eligible for WCS Challenger 2018 while also competing in 2018 GSL Season 2. Well, I'm confused because Scarlet isn't living here. Noah Gret's not living here. Mm. And they cite the rules section 4-6, so we can actually go look at what it says. Right. It seems to be just some link uh, solely enforced to Korean players. Yeah, it, you must provide Blizzard with proof that you are either a citizen, a permanent resident, or a qualifying foreign resident, whatever that means, that seems vague, of a country in one of the following circuit regions and the glo- regional breakdowns of the glossary. A citizen is a participant who is a citizen of a circuit country. A permanent resident is a participant who is legally qualified for permanent residency in a circuit country for the purpose. A qualifying foreign resident, so they define it. Provided Blizzard with proof that he or she has resided for at least one month prior to the first match of the event, which is going to be the open bracket at Austin. The participant mm-hmm. wishes to participate and who has provided Blizzard with a copy. Okay, so based on these rules, he's not a citizen of the U.S., He's a Korean citizen, mm-hmm. as far as I know. He's not a permanent resident. I'm pretty sure he's here on a visa. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't a qualifying foreign resident because he was staying in Korea for the purpose of participating in GSL. The reason that this rule isn't applied to No Regret and Scarlet and the people over there is because they are only in Korea on the visa. Because they're citizens of a WCS region country. Yes. And it appears that these protections only offer the foreign scene protection from Korean entrance and not the opposite way around. So GSL is not going to have the same protections from foreigners entering as the WCS global circuit is from Koreans. So that's where it is. The region locking is set up in a way where it doesn't segregate the two regions. It just keeps Koreans from entering the global circuit and not vice versa. That seems that doesn't seem okay. No, it, it's really not. I, I'm fairly new to the StarCraft scene, and from what I understand is back in the day, Koreans would leave Korea, hit up the other circuits, and just destroy. Destroy, yeah, yeah. So they wanted to try and give foreigner players a chance, and now they've completely screwed Koreans out of playing anywhere but Korea and BlizzCon. Yeah, like suffocating a scene. Like, I understand why this why this happened. Didn't we just get a rule changed with Raynor not being able to play because he was under 16 or whatever? So why can't we get another rule changed here? It's like time to update. Koreans aren't coming out and just utterly wrecking. They're still doing better on average than I think than foreigners. I don't know, man. The The region locking is starting to get hotly debated with Project Unity, the, the Korean team house going on, because the, all these players from all different regions around the world outside of Korea are going to Korea and competing on the highest level. And while they're, you know, maybe not winning everything, you know, mm. they're qualifying for GSL. And even if you qualify and you never lose a match, you still qualified because there's going to be a whole mm. ton of Korean gamers over there that live, breathe StarCraft that aren't at the point yet to qualify and foreigners are doing better than they are. And then what was uh, Scarlet's place in the last GSL? She made it, what, to the round of f- the four? Round of four? Did she make it to the semifinals or the uh, quarterfinals? I want to say quarterfinals. I'm pretty quick with my Wikipedia. She made it to the quarterfinals and lost 3-0 to Sue. Mm. And this was back on March 9th that this happened. But then Sue promptly lost the stats, but it was a close series, 4-3. to three. I mean, she's, she's clearly doing well in there, but she is taking up a spot that could go to a Korean to a Korean who can't go anywhere else. 
Yeah. And of the people who qualified last GSL season, there was uh, Sort of, who is a Swedish Zerg, No Regret, another Canadian Zerg, and Scarlet. Both Sort of and No Regret didn't make it out of the group, and Scarlet made it out second. Over Rogue and Billowy, weirdly enough. Scarlet getting out of a group with Alive, Billowy, and the literal current BlizzCon champion. Yeah. But I think this was, yeah, this was right after BlizzCon, because BlizzCon was in, what, November? Yeah. And that group yeah. was played in January, so. It's only a couple months off, though. Yep. So yeah, something needs to be done about region locking. If if mm. Blizzard fixes the region locking issues and the Raven anti-armor missile, this will be a perfect game. <laughs> the Raven is getting a lot of talk. Recently. Yeah. I think you guys talked about it on the last episode, right? You, you want to know a secret about this podcast? What? By the time the next week rolls out, I don't remember what we've talked about. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I just listened to it today. So I know you guys talked specifically about Riddler versus Avalo mm-hmm. on the BCS yeah, Challenger um, and all the drama that surrounded that. I forget who it was. I think it was... Because <sighs> somebody important tweeted about it. I want to say it was Kelizer. But somebody said the Raven... Basically, they said the Raven anti-armor missile is in a terrible... Basically, what they said is the saddest part about the Raven anti-armor missile is that it's destroying late game TVZ, but it's going to be Avalo that ends up getting it nerfed. <laughs> it's like TV TVZ is where it's causing the most problems, but this TVT Avalo versus Riddler is going to be what gets the thing reworked or nerfed or whatever. And I actually went yeah. into a, a tirade about it on stream. People are like, Oh, so you think Terra needs a nerf? And I'm like, no, I think specifically the Raven anti-armor missile needs a rework of some sort. What was it? It was like, okay the damage was low so they buffed it or whatever and they did all these things to it and it was fine it was fine and people were using it and then all of a sudden they're like oh let's remove the acceleration delay and people are like wait what so yeah the once upon a time the anti-armor missile used to have the same delay that the seeker missile of old used to where you would launch it and it would start beeping and moving really slowly and it would sl- it would accelerate to its top speed Mm-hmm. and now it instantly goes to its correct it's instant acceleration now it's like you click the button and it's a second and a half later that it hits its target yeah especially against zerg the zerg units that you use once you're fighting that sort of army are slow clunky units it's going to be mm. queens and hydras off of creep it's going to be brood lords it's going to be corruptors which clump like nobody's business mm-hmm. and the thing does splash damage and reduces armor something's mm-hmm. got to change that's just that's just me yeah, it's someone's got to change. You're right. Yeah, and I want to go on record as saying, I'm not saying that Terra needs a nerf. I'm not saying that the Raven needs a nerf. I'm saying specifically from the standpoint of a caster, a spectator, which I think that I am both of those things before I am a player, but I am also a player. And from all three of those perspectives, I feel 100% that it needs a rework. It doesn't make the games fun to watch. It doesn't make them fun to play. It definitely doesn't make them fun to cast <laughs> if the Riddler versus Avalo ha- says anything about that. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still, f- or the anti-armor missile, because of its support function with the reduction in armor would be great versus Protoss, where most of their units are armored. It's very few. Yeah. I literally think it's, as far as ground units, Zealots and Adepts are light. Everything else is armored. Yeah. Stalker, Immortal, armored. I don't know about the Colossi, but... I mean, stalker. Oh, sentries maybe as well. Okay, maybe not. But void rays are armored too. Tempest, carriers, all the late game stuff, armored. Yeah. And I wouldn't be, I don't know. I don't want to talk about the, the anti-armor missile anymore because I could go on for days. 
<laughs> Tell me every little change you would recommend. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. I, I'll be the last person to recommend a specific change because people will mm. people will be like, oh, well, that'll break this or that'll break that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not in the balance team. I don't know. I think the biggest change is it's just its damage. Armor reduction and the time and the duration and the cost I'm generally okay with. I think it's the damage because if it's supposed to support, it's not supposed to damage. It's yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. So that was the nerf that was originally proposed for it, right? At, when it was in its current state, they proposed the nerf m- reducing the splash to five flat. Right now it's 30 with diminishing returns the farther away from the center of the explosion you are. And they're like, we're thinking mm-hmm. about moving it to five flat. So everything hit by the splash is just going to get a flat five damage. And it's spell mm-hmm. damage, so it's not negated by armor. So every target is going to get five damage regardless of their upgrades, which is fine. It's still yeah, sounds reasonable. It's still spammable, but it won't be game ending if you choose to go that route. And I dare I say, no longer viable to make more than a handful. Because honestly, an entire army. What do you need? Like three? A three at most. Like with the splash radius, which is pretty big. Yeah, that's that's bigger than Thor anti armor or Thor anti air splash. Is it? Yeah, because that got buffed as well to deal with magic boxing and mutas. Anyway. You only need like three or four, and you're basically covering more than their army than they can split reasonably within the time that it gets to the target. Yeah, and and see, that was my biggest complaint, is there's little to no counterplay, except for having, mm. like, the, the counterplay is catching a Siege Terran army with a completely full surround. Yeah. That's the only way. I was casting a game of Riddler versus Warren, who plays for Psystorm. He was trying to focus on something on the opposite end of the map. And then Riddler just ran in and spammed like hundreds of those missiles at the part of his army that he wasn't looking at on the northern end of Blackpink. And I was just like, oh, like I, it just looks frustrating to play against. And I don't even hmm. have opponents that good when I play. And I'm still frustrated by it. So I can only imagine how everybody else feels. Mm. I'm glad nobody plays it at the lower levels. <laughs> they should. Uh, they should, yeah. Let's stop talking about the anti armors. Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> Do you want to talk about something non-StarCraft? Do you know anything non-StarCraft? You know, sometimes I wonder. I really do. Like, because I'll think about <laughs> it and I'll be like, hmm, I don't... Uh, like, I know... I, I'm a pretty intelligent person as far as book smarts go, but I largely ignore... Uh, everything pop culture current events things like that i've just gotten to mm-hmm. a point in my life where I, I do not care like i listen to another podcast called up first it's an npr podcast and it's like here in 20 minutes or less we're gonna tell you everything that happened today or yesterday so you can start your morning informed everything well everything of importance which means that most of it's trump did this thing and then trump did that thing uh yeah yeah okay. hi welcome to american news media <laughs> this is great this is good to know it's just so i can at least carry on a conversation with people in the real world outside of starcraft that's why i listen that's why i listen to that (laughs) i get the same experience from my coworkers. like they don't talk to me about that kind of stuff because they know i'm just not interested but they talk so much about it that i just overhear it and that's where i pick it all up yeah i actually just got a message from val be sure to talk about solo do you know what that means solo yeah the han solo movie right may need to save that for the next episode (laughs) (laughs) right i I kind of figured that would the response i'd get i I don't imagine you have any clue what this movie is gonna look like do you is this not live action it is you're familiar with han solo the character right yeah 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 he was my favorite good i'm glad i can relate to him on a very deep emotional level oh okay 
Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're normally the best looking person on camera too. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm watching the trailer now. It looks like they got a handsome dude to play Han Solo. I mean, he's no Harrison Ford or anything, but mm. he's no young Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford did not age well, I think. Is that Woody Harrelson? I yeah. love Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. So wait, Han Solo did what? This is his backstory? This is his backstory. Cool, we have another prequel on our hands, ladies and gents. <gasps> is that what? is that who I think it is? It's the comedian dude. Uh, Don Glover? That's him. Yeah, I was going to say Danny Glover, but I, th- I thought that was wrong. But yeah, his stand-up is hilarious. Mm, he's pretty funny. Woody Harrelson, Mr. Glover, budget Harrison Ford. I might watch it. You watch it? I said I might watch it. I mean, it doesn't... I'd, I'm assuming since it's a prequel... I won't have to have watched any of the the original yeah to enjoy it. No, no. I mean, you've seen them all by now, haven't you? Yeah, of course, of course. I didn't just watch that one and then <laughs> forget. <laughs> <laughs> you you've seen a new hope. That's good enough. So another movie that did this was uh, the Star Trek movie that came out probably forever ago now. It's probably been like I don't know five or ten years. But I went and saw that in theaters because it came highly recommended, and I was like, I never watched Star Trek. And they're like, No, no, no. This movie is so good that you could never have watched a single Star Trek episode in your life, and you'll still love the movie. And I did. It was really good. Was this the first of the like J.J. Abrams remakes? Y- yeah, it would have. It would have been the very, very first one because everybody's freaking out about it. Dude, I saw the movie in theaters and then never thought about it again, except that I remember leaving the movie thinking, wow, that was really good. Don't get me wrong. It's a fun movie, but I don't think it holds up. And to be fair, I'm just not a Star Trek fan. Not super interested. Star Trek's old enough to be... There was so much of it when I was a kid. It's like, where do I start? And at that age, I didn't have like a way to start. It was like, whatever my dad puts on TV, that's what I'm watching. But we had Star Wars, the uh, well, VHSs. I guess I'll watch that, and they were awesome. Fair enough. You'll go see it. I think that's all Falcon wanted. Oh, yeah, I'll probably end up going... Well, my girlfriend loves Star Wars. Loves Star Wars. So I know uh-huh. she's going to see it in theaters, 100%. Probably, I probably won't even be able to go see it with her. She'll probably be going to see it with her family, like, release night, and I'm not going on release night. I'm not doing it. Okay. I mean, I understand that. I, I'm uh, watching a movie during a matinee a week and a half after it comes out to save money and then also enjoy the movie in a half-empty theater type of guy. So I, I'm both those people. I've gone and seen the last three Star Wars movies release night, midnight showings. That was that's, that's really fun. But any other movie, I'm like, can we wait two weeks so I, I don't have to sit near anyone else? Listen, if they make a StarCraft live action movie, I will be there on release night. But if there's literally any other fandom, I just, I don't know. I don't care that much. I'll see it when I see it. Mm, it's a good way to look at it. Yeah. See it when you see it. Uh, and and like uh, I mean we we've talked about this before. I didn't grow up with Star Wars. My because like you said, you're kind of at the mercy of what your parents show you when you're growing up. Mm. My parents mm-hmm. never showed me Star Wars. Not my fault. Bad parenting. The, there you go. That's all it is. Nothing I can do. <laughs> isn't isn't America comparable to Australia and land area? I think America's probably a bigger. Uh, something like that. We actually looked this up <laughs> like two episodes ago. I will pull open um, Australia. You can look up America and see which is the bigger landmass. America. Okay, hold on. USA land area. I, I've got my number. Uh, I'll uh, even give it to on. you in square miles I'll, for you. Okay, I'll give yours in kilometers. How's that? 9.8 million square kilometers. 2.9 million 
square miles. So America is bigger. I didn't doubt it for a second. 2.9, we're 3.7. We're almost a million square miles. You know how big a million square miles is? Even Canada is bigger than you guys. <laughs> I think we've pretty much run out of things. No, I was just, I was looking at Falcon Paladin Hour gear. I stumbled across the, oh. the Abyssal Trip website. Oh yeah, my website, yeah. Please don't shame me for my bad website design skills. Oh, no, no, no. I this That's what I got when I Googled Falcon Paladin. Oh, yeah, yeah. The American... I don't know if you... I don't know how much American news media makes it to Australia, but the police here shoot the fuck out of people. <laughs> it's bad. That, believe it or not, those kind of headlines travel. Good! They should! I don't remember the last time I've ever... I don't think I've ever seen a police officer in Australia draw their gun. See, that's one thing. Where is it? It's in England that the, pol the, the police don't carry firearms, right? It's uh norway it's like finland is one of the fenno scandian countries uh they their police do not carry guns uh they have some in their car in a locked safe in their car and lock safes back at the station as well they have guns there that they can call for if they need it well the nature of a gun is such that if you need it and don't have it you're just kind of boned right Right, but the the point is, like, if you approach, like, let's say they get a call for a bank heist and the bank's got, like, hostages, then they can call for reinforcements to like, bring the guns. they're like, oh, shit, hurry up and unlock the gun safe, hope the bad guys don't get away while we're fiddling with the keys. Well, if they're taking, if they're taking hostage, I'm talking about a hostage situation. Yeah, but why would they need to take hostages? They're like, oh, the cops don't have guns, we'll just walk out with ours. <laughs> to get the ransom the, money, of course. The ransom money, you're robbing a... Listen here, I'm not going to argue with you on this. I'm not getting baited. <laughs> like, like, no, you, you, take, you take a bank because it's a well-secured, defendable location. Because they can't bust through a bank vault to rescue hostages. How much thought have you put into robbing banks, Mr. Wade? 25 seconds. Right, 25 it seconds. sounds that way. Look, I watch a lot of TV. That is true. There is a lot of bank robbery on TV. I feel like there's more bank robbery on TV than there is in real life sometimes. I would assume there is, because I imagine robbing banks is actually just very difficult, unless you're in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, Then it's just like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do today? I don't know. Probably go rob this bank, go on an adventure. It'll take about one and a half to two hours. Are, are, are firearms legal in Australia? I, don't, I literally don't know about the laws in any country but my own. Yes, you can get firearms. Nothing... Um fully automatic yeah, yeah yeah and i think any certain calibers are restricted as well but you can get a pistol you can but it's harder to it's harder to get a pistol and a carry license like you can get a pistol fairly easily but you have to keep it in like a lock okay. safe you can't carry it yeah that's ve that's very comparable to american laws okay that's like everything you said was basically spot on you have to be 21 21 oh, okay. to have a pistol and there's a waiting period, and you can't carry it without a special permit. But it's easier to get hunting rifles and shotguns. And you only yeah. have to be 18 to get a hunting rifle or a shotgun. I mean, there are, there are two major differences from what I can see. It's one, the laws vary state to state in America. Mm -hmm. Like, getting pistols and stuff could be easier elsewhere. And the waiting period is significantly shorter in America. From what I've heard from other po podcasts, in Texas, you can go, like, just walk down to a Walmart and buy a hunting rifle and they'll hand it to you on the in, way out. In Florida, I don't think they do them anymore where I'm at in Florida, but, I mean, the sporting goods section has rifles, and they sell ammunition mm. of every caliber you could imagine. You can't buy you can't buy pistols there, but you can buy hunting shotguns and hunting rifles. So that's not uncommon or unheard of. I used to work for Walmart way back in the day, just like most people. Everybody's worked for Walmart at some point or another. 
So Ireland, the UK, Norway, Iceland, and New Zealand all do not carry firearms unless the situation is expected to involve gunfire from the opposing force. Right, because if the general population doesn't use guns, you really don't need to escalate. I don't know. Do we really want to talk about Second Amendment on the podcast? (laughs) We can. I don't mind. But I think it's safer not to. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, none of this can be used for the podcast, though. Very little of it can, but it'll make some. Only happy fun times. What What else are normal people talking about right now that's not controversial? You know, one of the other ways I scum up topics is I literally check what's like trending on Twitter. It's terrible. I know. That's that sounds like a great way of doing things. Oh my gosh, trends for you. The first one is Wade. What have you done? Oh, I'm guessing it's it says Wade a and basketball, basketball or something. So probably Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Night Court actor Harry Anderson has died. Don't know who that uh, is. Me neither. Giant blue penis mural in Stockholm to be removed. <laughs> That's, yep, that's what it says it is. It's interesting that it's just on the side of a building. I'm going to find you a link. Like, could you imagine that kind of thing getting put up anywhere in America? Uh, that doesn't look like a... Scroll to the second image down. Oh, that is photorealistic. Yeah, that's a thing. And maybe not appropriate for small children walking by maybe not it's like it's like a train wreck you can't look away like i I, every part of my brain is like that's just photoshopped there Uh, that is a hundred percent photoshopped it's like they got the background in the nice single one color so you can easily find the chroma key yeah 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 no 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 it's it's obviously photoshopped right it's got to be please be photoshopped it's got to be photoshopped they just go and i mean they just keep going and going why was it pink i'm so confused i don't understand any of this well it's gonna be removed why does it exist in the first place that is a good point oh it's only been there for a week (laughs) if i was the artist i would feel yeah like this is my greatest work can you not tell why okay to provoke talk about sexuality and sexual freedom okay all right that's i don't know it's not how i do it but okay probably not even well let me not say it now if you paid me if you paid me right i'm a firm believer that everybody's got a price everybody says that they don't oh i would never do that regardless of how much you paid me no people would do it let's not talking dollars <laughs> No, we're not doing that. But I'm just saying, I'm a firm believer that everybody has a price on everything. It's very, it, it exists, but I'd say that it's very rare that there are people that are legitimately, I would not do that regardless of how much you paid me. Right. I think I'd probably agree. Here's something I actually saw the other day. Costco is selling a diamond ring for half a million dollars. Costco? Sorry, I was like, did I hear that right? Costco in Australia Oh, it's an Australian Costco. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing over there. I like the tweet. Costco in Canberra is selling a half million dollar diamond ring. It's in the aisle between bulk AA batteries and dustpans. Well, I mean, it's got to be one of those. It's got to be one of those things where it's like, it's just a picture of the diamond ring and you're like, please see store associate if you would like to purchase this item. No, but I'm I'm like, I'm looking at the picture and it's a picture of a ring in a box inside a glass cabinet. That's got to be fake news. I mean, maybe. 
If not, hey, I uh, might have to make a tr- quick trip to Australia to commit <laughs> some petty larceny. Half a million dollar diamond just on the sales floor. I wonder if it's... This is just an elaborate sting operation by the Australian police force. They're like, damn it, we can't get rid of emus, but we can sure catch a criminal. <laughs> all for it to get thrown out in court because it's entrapment. <laughs> Please, by all means, come. Yeah, the judges are like, listen here, you cannot reasonably expect people not to steal this thing if you leave it out. You're creating opportunities where they should not exist. Well, if you get caught, you just get, like, a single kick up the bomb, like, the one boot. (laughs) 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 Okay, I have to Google Costco Diamond now. I have to see it for myself. Oh, I'll send you a link. But you have to buy them in the value six pack. <laughs> was one of the comments <laughs> on the half a million dollar that she'll never admit where it's from. <laughs> Does Costco do afterpay? How much is it at Aldi? <laughs> do you have Aldi? Yeah, we do. Oh, look at this. It's only three point three hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars in U.S. Yeah, it's yeah, slightly cheaper though. Uh huh. The amount of money is the same. Well, the value of the money. Speaking of value of money, you want to know what I have dreams about? Like, if me and late girlfriend ever split, something that might actually be a legitimate goal of mine. Uh, what is a legitimate goal of yours? Okay, so I was thinking about it, and if I'm streaming to Twitch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what country I'm in, I'm still streaming to the same platform, right? And I'm still speaking in English. To English-speaking people. English-speaking people who work at their English-speaking jobs making English-valued money. So let's say I move to a place where the conversion rate heavily favors the dollar. Like uh, there's some South American countries where I might be able to make that work. Or I could go to some place like Thailand, which is a digital nomad paradise. And just set up shop and stream full time. And then somebody is like oh yeah i guess i'll tip this streamer five dollars to be nice because you know he's been entertaining for the last couple days and that buys me food for a week and then i could realize my dream of uh, like living off of being a content creator way sooner way way sooner i mean you could do that but why wouldn't i there's no reason not to change my view cmv so moving to a foreign country correct has several other problems firstly being you speak english the, the place you're going to may not speak a lot of English. Correct. With all the free time that I have, I can learn a new language. I'm already pretty much, I don't want to say fluent in Spanish. You could learn the language enough to be capable of navigating day-to-day lives. Correct. I think you would miss out on the deeply connective relationships you have with someone who understands you fundamentally. Uh, it's a lot harder to have that over the internet. True. Especially with people who are giving you money. Yes, but why Why can't I just meet somebody there when I get there? Also, what if I take a part-time job as a ESL teacher? <laughs> if you have to take a part-time job, there's no point you moving there in the first place to pursue this. No, 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 no. I, 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 well, I'd have to get my visa somehow to get over there, right? So I would, well, be, give, I would get a work visa as a teacher of English, English as a second language, to people in that country. That might take up too much of your time to allow a healthy stream schedule. I, considering I will have no friends, I doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have no friends and no other responsibilities. I'll go to my ESL classes where I'm teaching other people to speak the language. And then I'll go home and be like, oh, I literally don't know anybody for hundreds of thousands of miles away. Guess I'll stream. So you're not going to make friends. (laughs) So learning the language isn't really necessary. 
No, I'm sure I will, but initially it'll be easy to stream. <laughs> okay. When you don't know the language, you get to the country, how do you ask to have your internet connected? I would, of course, learn enough of the language before I go. It's not like up and tomorrow I'm gone. I would know for a couple months in advance where I'm going. How am I supposed to know that? Well, I'm not just going to... I mean, I'm the type of person to fly by the seat of my pants, but if I'm going to relocate my entire life halfway across the world, I'm going to make some preparations. <laughs> Fair point. What about like internet connectivity not having you know, the speeds you need? That would have to be something that I would check ahead of time. And if I wasn't able to secure that, then I wouldn't go. Fair but that's why, that's why there's lots of people who have done research on what places are great as a paradise for digital nomads, which are basically people who work in the tech field and that what they do, they can do remote, uh, such mm -hmm. as programmers and web devs. Those same people that like to travel, they find places where the internet speeds are good and the conversion rate is favorable. And they're just like, yeah, I just go there. I get a two month vacation visa and I just go and I can work from there. And then because it favors the dollar so heavily, I'm sure I'm paying for a hotel while I'm there, but the hotel is even cheaper than what my rent would be back in the States. So it would be something like that for me. What about health and safety issues? Um, a lot of pl places that do not have good dollar conversions are also not exactly the cleanliness. I mean, I'm still a U.S. citizen. I can still fly back if need be for something serious, but I haven't been to the doctor in probably a decade if I had to guess. Well, brag about the good health, mate. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I understand that I'm blessed. I, I don't I don't need glasses or contacts. My vision's fine. I have all my teeth and they're like 95% straight. I've never needed braces and I'm in fairly good health. I had childhood asthma, so that was a bit of an issue, but I've grown out of it. So yeah, I'm blessed with good health. So I mean, if I really need to fly back for something, then sure, fine. <laughs> Do you not want to see me go to Thailand? Come on. Wouldn't that make me geographically significantly closer to you? I actually don't know where Thailand is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an American. We can't, we don't know what the rest of the world looks like. I don't know why you're laughing. And it would put me significantly closer to you. A short plane ride. Why is that funny? Because it's just the idea of someone uprooting their life to somewhere where they don't really know the location. Doesn't it sound exciting? Yes, but you at least should know on the map where you're going. I would before I left. Technicalities. <laughs> but girlfriend is still girlfriend, so I don't, I'm not making plans to leave. So I haven't really been studying the globe yet. Could you not entice her to leave and join you? On I tried. She's not having it? No, she likes America a lot. Okay. And I'm just like, ah, but where's the fun in going to a place where there's probably people that speak English? Like, I don't know. My complexion allows me to blend in. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to stick out like a sore thumb and I want to be scared to eat any of the food that is on offer. <laughs> that is how far I want to go. <laughs> you and me are two very different people, my friend. Yeah, I don't have a comfort zone, sir. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> I want to be a globe trotter. I want to I want to go everywhere and I want to try all of the things. So what's up with you? Just girlfriend? Primarily, yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, I don't know, money probably because I I enjoy streaming too much to have like a real, I don't know. A real job? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have what I consider a real job. It makes me real job money, but. Okay. What, real job, I mean like a nine to five. Oh, well, if you consider a nine to five a real job, I'm never going to have a real job for the rest of my life. Right, right. Like streaming is a real job, but it's not a nine to five job. 
Yeah. Well, I was also wasn't referring to streaming. I'm, I work in promotion. I do like liquor and wine tastings and sign spinning and product demos and things like that. How does the wine taste? How does the wine taste? What? No, I'm straight edge. I just read the tasting notes and tell them what they're tasting. Oh, that's cheating. And then they agree with me. <laughs> it's hilarious. Do you ever just swap for like what the notes say with a different wine and be like, yes, this one's... Yes, 100%. I do that. And they agree? Yes, all the time. <laughs> That's hilarious. People love to think that they are affluent when they're not. <laughs> and let me tell you, if you tell people what they're about to taste and you're, you're serving them wine and you come off as a wine expert, they will agree with you regardless. <laughs> this wine tastes like acorns with a hint of black mold. And they're like, I can really taste the mold. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> It's just funny. It's like you live a sitcom. It's great. Live a sitcom? Oh, gosh. You have no idea. I, I wanted to get into vlogging, but I just, I don't think that I want to have that much of my life on video. Because <laughs> as much, just imagine, as much embarrassing things that happen to me and that I say on stream, mm. imagine how much of that I say everywhere else. I assume while you're streaming, there is some level of like cognitive filter that you're doing. Just to be like, let's not run the mouth entirely. Yes. Whenever I'm casting, I hold back a ton. Whenever I'm on my personal stream, I hold back significantly less, mm. but I still hold back. Because uh, I said something about another project that I'm working on with a couple different people on my personal stream thinking, eh, no one really watches this. It got clipped and shared with those people. And I had to like, like explain myself to them. I don't want to go into too much details because now I don't know who the hell listens to what anymore. But it's just like, <laughs> come on. Because the guy who's running the project is like, dude, that is his personal stream where he can say what he wants and what he pleases. Y'all need to cut him some slack. And I was like, thanks for having my back back there, dude. Oh, okay. So that would chill about it. It's not like you broke an NDA or something. No, 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 no. The, bo- the, the big boss man was cool with it, but everybody else was like, I can't believe he said these things. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? It's my stream. I can say what I want. And I had a reason for saying it. I just didn't give, con- I didn't give context for what I was saying because I was saying it to Carter. And Carter is a guy on my stream who I've been friends with for, I don't know, two years now. So I don't need to give him context when I say certain things. So it's, you know, clipped out of context. But such are the perils of being a live streamer on Twitch. That sort of thing just happens sometimes. The people who you're friends with, you just can't understand that, that sometimes something you say is getting taken out of context. I'm going to go through every piece of audio I have of you and assemble you saying the dirtiest stuff now. You won't. I, I, I think I might pay for that. That'd be funny. <laughs> that'd be a good, uh, that'd be a good, uh, alert sound for when people sub. <laughs> I mean, I could work on that. I don't know how much dirt I have on you though. Check back in a couple weeks. All right. It's time to wrap this thing up. Yeah. It's getting late. We never did an introduction though. Is that just not a thing anymore? You didn't notice? I thought you listened to the show. We don't do intros anymore. Yeah. I was going to mention that. I kind of wish that there was... <laughs> introduction it's just like because here's how the show starts do 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 and then people are talking and it sounds like i just walked into a room and began eavesdropping on two close friends who had no idea i was there for some reason yeah that's kind of the feeling we're going for it's like you're just a silent third in a conversation rather than hey it's a show ah got it i was unaware thanks for the sound clip of you doing our intro i'm just gonna make that the permanent (laughs) intro now (laughs) I used to beatbox in high school a ton, yeah. and I imagine I'm still okay with it. Give it a shot. 
Give yeah. it a shot. It'll never. It's just us here. No one else. I'm Give literally. I'm not doing it now. <laughs> All right. You can do it after we stop recording. <laughs> yeah. You must really think I'm stupid. <laughs> this is the truth coming out. Wade no, really no, does no, no, think no. I'm a, I'm a moron. I was being genuine. Like I'll stop recording and I want to hear it. No. <laughs> literally not a chance. I will screen share with you and you can see my OBS is not recording, okay? No, because then you can just hit the rewrite. I'm not a moron. Wait, you're insulting my intelligence. You know, I've got a real problem with people not believing me because Falcon and I were streaming Far Cry and I maybe have an issue with blowing up some cars, right? And maybe killing the odd civilian, right? <laughs> yeah. He went to get in a car, I went to get in a helicopter and his car exploded. And I had no part in it. I genuinely had no part in his car exploding. But he didn't believe me. Nothing I could say would convince him of otherwise. Never mind the fact that we had just gotten to an area and that car had just spawned and then he gets in and exploded. I was nowhere near it. No, it was my fault. And now you just don't believe me. Like, like, you don't believe that I can be trusted not to record you doing something after you've explicitly told me not to. It hurts I don't know. Feelings. I feel like it's just too good to pass up. <laughs> So, uh, your favorite Terran streamer appears to be streaming. My favorite Terran streamer is beyond streaming. Starts with an A, rhymes with pillow. That is not... No, 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 no. I, I am not one of those. Oh my god, he's literally on backwater and the map is mining out. <laughs> having flashbacks. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't see an opponent. Guy. He's versing bots, he's practicing versus bots. Tactical genius gameplay, oh god. I'm going to gift him a sub to you. <laughs> I don't think he'll be notified on stream, but that would be hilarious. Do you want to find out? I don't think he'll be alerted. Wait, you're going to gift me a sub to him or the other way around? I'm going to gift him a sub to you. I don't think he'll notice. Miss Magitech hasn't noticed. She might just not be saying anything because she ignores you a lot. Much to my dismay, she hasn't noticed that she said I very nearly uh, invited her onto the show today as, like, surprise guest with you. Oh. But since I couldn't, like, nail down a time that we'd be doing this, I just didn't. Oh, feels bad. All right. So, you, yep. Well, he gets a notification in his Twitch chat, so that's interesting. Did you really just do that? Yeah. Josh Jordan has subscribed. There you go. You now have all those emotes <laughs> for a month. Enjoy them. <laughs> Did he shout me out? Oh, you've met him as well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he remembers you. Thanks. I'm just kind of like watching Avalo now. I was like, wait, wait, no, what? And Avalo totally called it. He's like, I don't want this sub. <laughs> 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 Did we end the podcast at some point? Uh, that depends. Did you stop recording? No. <laughs> then no. We're still going. Yeah, you never know when something cool will come up. And if yeah. you record, I, I think I asked you guys about this a while ago, but I was like, do you guys record like two hours and then just trim it down to the hour of the good stuff? And then the response was, no, we just talk for an hour. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> there, there, oh. We, we, talk, we talk for about an hour and 15 minutes. Like we do cut stuff. We don't just leave everything in. Really? Because like every interview I did at Jesadelphia was 10 plus minutes long. They're primarily under five minutes after i trim them down to being good stuff uh i have a very low ball oh yeah right well i think on podcasting you can because most people are just like i'm gonna listen to this once and then never again on youtube that stuff sticks around and i don't know if you've seen what some people do with their video editing now but there's pretty damn high bar for youtube content part of the thing is we wanted like what with cutting out the intro like i wanted it to be like a conversation and 
you don't stop listening to your friend just because he's babbling on about some shit you don't care about. You wait, you do, oh, hold on. You don't stop listening to your friends when they babble on and give out some bullshit you don't care about. I'm gonna let you know right now. I, I tune out on the inside. Sometimes I still listen. Do you just completely like zone out your friends when they're talking about things you're not interested in? Um, I like to think they can't tell. <laughs> But I mean, okay. it's, it's like, I don't know, they're my friends for a reason. They're able to tell what things that I would and would not be interested in. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's true. What is this that you've leaked me? Oh, it was just something that I saw that I laughed at. I don't know if you played D&D. I have not, but I really want to. Oh. I've watched a lot of D&D on YouTube, though. Really? I feel like that would be... I feel like playing D&D is only barely exciting enough to keep my attention. I definitely can watch other people do it. If you watch a group of comedians play, it's generally pretty entertaining because they're just like, well... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you probably won't watch it. She's actually a Warhammer D&D, like Warhammer-themed D&D, with, like, Total Biscuit, DJ Wheat, and some other... Uh, I think In Control was there. And because Warhammer has that kind of rivalry with StarCraft about how the three main races are basically all rip-offs of each other, with, like, Tyranids mm -hmm. of the Zerg, Eldar of yeah. the Protoss, and then you've got the Space Marines and the Imperium of Man, which is just the Terran, you know, and then you've got... Uh, expert player former casters casters uh, all playing who are deeply also deeply enjoyed the lore it's a fun experience but that was years ago and they kind of stopped playing because stuff got busy see watching the entire replay because i swear i looked away and i came back and it's still watching this replay oh here let me click back to the stream nope nope hold on it's a different replay because this one's an hour and six so the other one ended at 40 minutes an hour and six an hour and six minute replay my poor game. This is why I don't play League. The games take too long. League takes forever. Alright, we need to wrap up because at some point I have to edit this and the longer it goes, the longer it takes to edit. Three, two, one, go. How about them playoffs? Some really, really great NBA playoff games this week. Holy cow. All right, so Toronto and the Raptors. Yes, that is not a very exciting series. Toronto leads two to zero, and both games have been blowouts. Boston Celtics, very close games. Boston leads two to zero as well. 
and the surprise one to one the Cavs and the Pacers all right so I am very very excited because my Jazz just beat the Thunder on game two of their best of seven series in Oklahoma City it's one to one now and Donovan Mitchell took over down the stretch this kid is not playing like a rookie somebody check that birth certificate 28 points 28 points and basically what is a must win for him and the Jazz going back to Salt Lake City tied up one-to-one two games in Salt Lake City just need three actually just need four games three more games but you know what I mean three ga- three more games to win the series and move on to the second round Stop. go Jazz go Jazz hooray 